in all cultures of the world, death occupies a fearful um, place in their collective imagination. In America, okay. <laughs> What's, all right, amen. amen. Yes, he is risen indeed, I believe. In America, Halloween is one festival where we make an intentional attempt to humorize death. And it's part of the American culture to celebrate Halloween in different ways. And all of them, you can always see that thematic of basically saying to death, ah, what's your power? And so if you go to the stores, you're going to find a lot of costumes about Halloween, cobwebs and spiders, uh, which are the other ones, jack-o'-lantern, uh, haunted uh, attractions, vampires, bloodsuckers, you know better than I do. <laughs> and a lot of young kids have fun celebrating these um, gestures of trying to humorize death. It is precisely because right from time, the human existence has continued to wonder and sometimes be fearful about this death. The fact that one day may come, this voice you hear now, you may not hear it again. The fact that parents you love so much sometime may come, they are no longer there. And even when they are there, their memory is failed and they don't even remember your name. These are things that the human heart is often fearful about. And sometimes we do not seem to have the right answer to those things. But you know what? This morning we are going beyond the humorizing of death as we do in Halloween to really truly celebrate the real and actual defeat of death in Christ Jesus. Today we celebrate the resurrection such that death for us now as Christians is not a boogeyman. Death for us is not some kind of blood sucker or vampire because in the resurrection of Christ Jesus, we now have a new meaning to life. St. Paul tells us that because of the resurrection of Christ, whether we are alive or dead, we belong to Christ. And so for us as Christians, life in itself now has a new, entirely different meaning. And it is because of the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Two things I want us to bear in mind this morning, and I'll let you go. One is the empty tomb. That, if you would say, is the empirical evidence that Christ is risen. That Jesus, who is buried in a tomb and the stone rolled over him, that tomb is now empty. Our faith is a reassurance 
that Christ has defeated death. The tomb can no longer hold the Son of God. And that's what we celebrate this morning. It was a terrible tragedy on Good Friday. It was a shameful tragedy. And all the disciples were taking cover. In fact, you remember on the reading, the narrative on Good Friday, a young girl said to Peter, I know you. You speak like a Galilean. You have the accent. And Peter was like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 it's not me. And so on Good Friday, there was so much fear that took over the disciples. And there was so much pain. But today, there is an empty tomb. And that's why our readings this morning remind us that the empty tomb is our evidence of the resurrection of Christ Jesus. The second thing I want us to hold on in our mind this morning is the fact that the burial cloth that was used to cover Jesus was now rolled up. Does that tell us anything? It simply reminds all of us, now speaking metaphorically, that the cloth of pain and death that sometimes weighs us down, the fear of sickness that sometimes weighs us down, the pain of broken marriage, the pain of divorce that sometimes has weighed us down, The pain of dysfunctional family relationships that sometimes weighs us so heavily in the resurrection of Christ Jesus, that burial cloth is now rolled up. And that's the faith we have in the resurrection. And so what we celebrate this morning is not really that hopeful joy that yes, we shall live eternally, but that because he lives, we can face tomorrow. You know, that's one of my favorite Easter songs. It says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. Can somebody say amen? amen. Do you mind if we give Jesus a clap offering? Just clap. Just, just clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that, my brothers and sisters, is really the heart of our message this morning. That the things that weighs us down, our fears, our struggles, our pains, all of these things, we can face them because Christ is risen. And we now find strength, we find grace in his resurrection. Now let me leave you with a to-do list, something I want to suggest we can do. Two things I want to suggest this morning. First of all, I want us to put on our list 
the early rise of Mary of Magdala. Notice what happened in the gospel this morning. That even when everybody was heartbroken, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Mary of Magdala got up and went to the tomb. It tells us that faith is not something that is casual. Your faith shouldn't be something that you just inherited. You know, come on Christmas, come on Easter, and then maybe once in a while you're skipping. No, 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 no. You've got to be more intentional now about your faith. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy that we have a full church this morning. But I'm saying that beyond just seasonal attendance of Mass, let's see if we can be like Mary of Magdala. Let's be more intentional about our faith. Wake up early. Plan your faith. Walk intentionally to have a relationship with Christ Jesus. That's one thing we can learn from Mary of Magdala. Second thing I want you to add on your to-do list is the race of Peter. I sympathize with Peter with his old bones. He is now running after John and he couldn't meet up. He's panting and puffing and puffing and puffing. But Peter doesn't give up. You don't give up. Our faith, we shouldn't give up. I told them on Friday, sometimes when you read all the things that is going on in the Catholic Church today, you may want to give up. We don't give up. Peter never gave up. For us to truly encounter Christ Jesus, we have to keep running. It doesn't matter how fast you run, so long as you get there eventually. Peter got there, and he was rewarded with a resurrection apparition. Let us, like Peter, never keep giving up. Let's keep running the race of faith. And you know what? The grace of the empty, of the empty tomb will continue to strengthen us as we run this race of faith throughout our life. Somebody say amen. amen.